You're listening to a Sales Culture Toddcast with Todd Cohen. Hi, everyone. This is Todd Cohen for my Toddcast podcast on everything about building a sales culture, my passion, everyone's in sales. So today I've got an exciting guest, one of my near and dear besties, or I should say one of my best friends, uh, Stu Schlackman. Stu is in uh, Dallas, Texas, where he's joining us today. Where it's how how hot is it down there today, Stu? Well, it's a, a balmy one hundred. Oh my goodness! Well, I'm here in Philadelphia, and it is it is about ninety nine degrees today. Wow! And I never thought I would see the day when uh, I would say it's as hot in Philadelphia as it is in Dallas, Texas. And it's got to be hotter there because you're in the city, and the humidity is higher. Yeah, well, it's absolutely horrible here today. But anyhow, that's not why we're here. Stu Schlackman, you are here on my Toddcast podcast to help us see another perspective on the exciting world of sales, something different. You know, it's interesting, everybody. I, uh, I, I, you know, I read a lot of books on things, and I see books on sales, and every so often I hear people say to me, Todd, I've read the silver bullet on sales book, you know, the book, the thing, the secret sauce. And as I always say in my keynotes, there is no secret sauce of sales. I mean, there's just, it's just there, you can't reinvent uh, or, or put another perspective on the basics of sales. And given all that, you know, I got to tell you, Stu, I think you have something that really does, it may, certainly makes me sit up and think. And I got to tell you, I've seen you present. Wow. Because yeah. Stu is a fellow keynoter, and yeah. I got to tell you, Stu, I've seen you present, and I think you're onto something which is actually genuinely different when it comes to sales training. So, so give us a little background. Tell us what you do, Stu. Sure. Well, uh, Todd, you're my good friend too, and we actually we complement each other because you talk about a sales culture. You know, you have cold calling, you have prospecting. You have questioning skills, negotiation skills, but you know, like you said, there's no secret sauce. It's a combination of a multitude of things. But the one thing I focus on is whether it's questioning skills or prospecting skills, who are you prospecting with? In other words, I believe that you need to know what personality style they are because your approach to, there are four personality styles. I use color-coded uh, gold, green, blue, and orange. And your approach with one personality style is totally different than an approach with another style. So you have to understand where they're coming from and their perspective. So, yeah. So, so Stu, this is really interesting to me because I remember way back, you know, when I started my sales career at Xerox, you know, we never talked about this stuff. You know, we were taught to cold call, knock on a door, find the office manager, ask a million questions, ask for an appointment, ask for a demo, ask for something, right? Always close for the next step in that golden copier sale. Yep. Boy, I'll tell you, those days have changed. And we didn't think about personalities. You know, we didn't think about, you know, who are we talking to and what's their personality and is my personality a connection for your personality? I mean, is that what you're talking about? Exactly. The old mantra used to be ABCs of selling, always be closing. Yeah. Today, I believe it's always be connecting. 
Uh, absolutely. I mean, there's there's no question, right? The new ABC by Stu Schlackman, always be connecting. And you're absolutely right, right? I mean, I talk about, you know, being present and how everything I do, everything we do is a selling moment. That's the culture of sales. And what you're really talking about, which is so interesting to me, is the color of sales. I mean, that's right. how I think of it when I think of you. So yeah. is that right? I mean, am I... Yeah. Am I Am I close to accurate on this? Very accurate. For instance, we're both the same. We're both the orange personality. Most professional speakers fall into that category because they, they love to express their view, whether it's on sales or leadership or customer service. So we both connect very well because we see eye to eye. Mm -hmm. But if you put us with a green personality, there could be a huge disconnect because the green personality is analytical, logical, factual, and they're detailed. Where we're emotional, persuasive, speculative, and we're big picture. So if we don't understand who we're with, we're gonna have a major disconnect. Well, this makes, I mean, perfect sense to me. Now, here's my question, Stu. And, and, and you know, full disclosure to everybody out there, I, I think this is a good thing. I've seen Stu speak. I have seen uh, Stu present this. And I got to tell you, people sit up and they listen. They really do. And it, because it is different, it is a sort of new secret sauce. And the first thing I thought of, though, Stu, when I, when I saw you do this was, isn't this like DISC? you know, the, the disc training that's been around for, you know, I don't know, 50 or 60 years. I don't even know how long disc has been around, yeah, but, but it's it, been around forever. Isn't this just like disc? It's, it's similar, but it's different. Um, you know, like disc, uh, the directive or the dominant style, you could parallel to a lot of uh, the similarities of the characteristics of the gold. Me and you are probably interactive, which is more orange. Mm-hmm. Um, the S is steady, which is more blue, and the compliant is the green. But there's, there's differences. Um, but the thing is, with a color, it's easy to remember a person, uh, a face with a name with a color. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to remember the characteristics of a color. It's hard to identify an S. But I could show you very easily how to identify a blue. Or yeah. An S. Yeah, see, that's really interesting to me. You're right. I mean, I think the, I think I would find it easier to think of somebody as an orange or blue. What are your four colors? You mentioned four yeah. colors, Stu. What orange, are the four colors? Orange, gold, green, and blue. And and how do you determine what color somebody is? I have a couple of things. Um, are they patient or impatient? Uh, would they prefer to do the talking or ask questions? For instance. Uh, me and you being orange. Oranges and golds like to do the talking. Blues <laughs> and greens like to ask questions. Right. Uh, right. Blues and greens are more passive in nature, and oranges and golds are more aggressive in nature. They're more fast-paced. So here's the thing. So how does somebody go about determining what their color is? Is there a test? Is there a quiz? Do you talk to them? Is it an objective determination? How, how does somebody decide that they're a blue or an orange or a green or a gold or a purple or a white yeah. or whatever? <laughs> yeah, well, you could go to my website, stuschlackman.com, and it's a 10-question assessment. It's there. Anybody can take it for free. Right. But, but also, um, when I 
when I meet someone for the first time, I'm looking at their body language. I'm looking at their tone, how fast they talk. What are they, what are they talking about? I like to ask a couple of key questions with prospects or customers, which is, you know, when it comes to buying so-and-so, what's most important to you? What they usually, their answer is going to tell you something about their personality style. Right. Right. And so it's like, let me see if, if, if I was to give you an example, um, if someone walks in to buy a car and I said, what's most important to you? Look, I want a, a, a great deal. I want to be out of here in two hours and I want to be driving it. That's an orange. Oranges don't have time to waste. Right. The right. gold comes in, they're going to tell you exactly what they want because they looked at the consumer report and they analyzed what they want. The greens are going to go into huge detail with the specs of the motor, what kind of brakes you got. You know, um, one thing that's funny is most of my friends that are green buy Subarus. <laughs> Be careful. Now, they're a client of mine. I know. We love our Subarus. Yep. They're great cars, and greens buy them like hotcakes because they're an engineered car. They're very, very well put together. So you could kind of determine that. And blues usually buy, and they'll have their spouse with them, and it's usually a family decision. They don't make decisions on their own. So, and they're, they're more cautious in nature. Right, right. So, uh, yeah. Okay, so so I, I get the idea. So you're making um, uh, personality assessments based on a, you know a quiz, right? You said ten yep. questions, yep. and then they're assigned a color. And you, you know the color is as opposed to a code or a number or a name or a letter, whatever it might be. Yep. And yep. you're right. It seems to me this would be much easier to remember. And I love 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 this idea that we should know who and who we're talking to, right? It's not new. Right. It is, however, a really simple, easy way to go about this. Um, yeah. Stu, did you, did you build the quiz? Did you have somebody help you? Is this, how, how did you get here? I, I, I did research. There's a couple of other models out there with colors that are similar, but I, I developed it and put together my own assessment based on the business world ah. so questions in there on conflict frustration and the 10th question is how do you like to buy and you'll see that all four personalities will answer that you know differently and i could predict what they're going to say so i developed it more towards business where myers briggs is just you know the person not taking into account the environment so i did ah. this based on the business environment Interesting. And I mean, I have never seen or heard this before, you know, Stu, like I said, uh, you know, I think most people automatically default to something that is, you know, been around a long time, like a disc or a Myers-Briggs, obviously yeah. both, both, you know, extraordinarily effective and highly regarded, um, you know, methodologies. But I personally have never seen anything that uses color coding, which I got to tell you, in all the years I've been doing this, which is more than I care to admit, I do want to point out to my audience, Stu's been around longer than I have, <laughs> that, um, that uh, I've never seen anything like this before. What's your success rate in, in correctly identifying people's color? Uh, about 85%. Okay. Now, what, what happens to the 15% the, the more or less that don't 
get it right? Can, can they go, can they try it again? Are yeah. they, are they yeah. people? Tell me how that works. What happens there? See, what happens is when we take an assessment, we got to do it without thinking. In other words, you shouldn't go into it thinking, well, this is the way I think I am or the way I should be or the way I want to be. No, it's the way you are. So right. you take it and just answer the questions quickly by your gut. Right. Give the most accurate assessment. Right. Right. Well, you know, what's so interesting about that is, uh, you know, I can think of the times that I've taken Myers-Briggs yep. and one or two times I've taken DISC in my life. And you're right. You know, people like me who were chronic overthinkers, right? And I am, I'm a chronic overthinker. Yeah. I was thinking like, okay, who do I want to be? Who do I want to be? And then I remember thinking to myself, oh my gosh, what are people going to think of me if I'm not, you know, this way or that, that way? Yeah. And what I found myself doing was overthinking. Yeah. And I think that's what you're saying. Yeah. 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 You can't overthink it. You, you need to just take it the way you are. And you know, the other thing is when I'm, when I'm with a client or if I meet anybody for the first time, my, the first question that goes into my mind is who am I with? In other words, what's their color? Yep. Then it takes the emphasis off of me and my message. And now the emphasis is, who are they? What are they saying? And what can I do for them? And, yeah. and when you say, what can you do for them? I mean, that's brilliant, right? Because isn't yeah. that the, 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 the most basic element of sales, networking, and relationship building? It's it. what can I do for you as opposed to what are you going to do for me? Yep, that's right. You know, and, and don't people, I mean, at least in my travels, and I've been teaching a networking seminar for years, and again, you and I are both in, you know, in the world is, you know, teaching various aspects of, you know, professional selling and personal selling. People do this all the time, right? They, they, they far too often, they make it about them, right? About taking, 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 not about giving. Right. And that is, that is a gigantic problem, right? And that's a fatal flaw yeah. along the road of being successful. I mean, what's your perspective on that, Stu? Totally agree. You know, the, uh, the, the Scandinavian root word for sales is literally to serve. So I believe when I meet someone, whether it's, you know, a client, um, my, my goal is to serve them, which means what's most important to them, not to me. Wait a minute. Let's go back to that for a second. Yeah. You just educated me on something, which I think you just gave me an idea, I think, for an article. Yeah. Tell me, tell us, well, me, certainly, and my vast listening audience of probably like four. Uh, tell, you know, <laughs> still, I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to try to do a little better for you than, the four, than four people. So say that again, Stu, the origin of the word sales. Take yeah. us through that again. Okay, the root, the Scandinavian root word for the word sales is to serve. That's wow. what it means. So when you think about the fact that we're sales professionals, our goal is to serve our clients, which means to find out what's most important to them and to help them solve their problem, help meet their needs, their goals, and then to share with them the solution that's going to you know, reap the benefits for them, not for us. The byproduct of success is you know, us being hired to speak, 
you know, um, getting a commission check, that, that's just an outcome of serving our clients. Get, getting the job you want, getting the budget that you requested, getting the yep. headcount that you need, yep. uh, advocating for a vendor to come in and do work that you believe in. I mean, look, as I always say, every conversation is a selling moment. Everything, yep. every conversation at the root of it is selling because you're influencing, motivating, coaching, and you're even taking it a level deeper, even more cerebral in that the Scandinavian, the Scandinavian root of the word sales is to serve. And you know, that's so true, right? Because, yeah. you know, in classic sales training, you know, in the good old days, <laughs> it probably, hopefully it's still this way, yeah. but in the good old days, I mean, we were taught, right? Selling is about, you know, connecting, you know, a buyer with a seller, you know, somebody yeah. who has something with somebody who needs something, you know, solving people's pain points, blah, blah, blah. And I'm still amazed, Stu, at how I still see sales training methodologies talk about that like they're the first ones to ever say it. If we haven't figured that out by now, then, then we're in trouble. I, I mean, I, I just, you know, it's, it, it really boggles my mind at how basic and rudimentary uh, some things are. And it, it, it's also, you know, it's also really frustrating to me. You know, yeah. how do you see sales training evolving or has it really evolved? I mean, I said at the beginning of this, you know, somewhat lightheartedly, but I'm serious. I haven't seen anything new in forever. I mean, forever. Now, yeah. Yeah. You know, in terms of conventional sales training, what do you think? I, I haven't seen anything really new. I've just seen a different spin on it you know, a different view of it. But basically, I, I, and you say this, Todd, all the time. I mean, every opportunity when we meet someone is a selling opportunity, but it's it all starts with conversation. Right. And right. conversation is, uh, I'm working with a company that does, you know, online WebEx demos. So the client never sees their face. But the ones that are most successful are the ones that strike up a deep and meaningful conversation with the client. Right. And when that happens, it's like magic. Yeah. So everybody tries to put together their own formula for success on how that happens. I, I believe, yeah, some process is good, understanding some of the basics, but you have to integrate in not only your personality, but you need to adjust it to the client. So Absolutely. Connection. So what's the advantage of your way vis-a-vis -vis color coding versus other conventional methodologies? Well, if, if you look at, uh, well, let's think, conventional methodologies, like questioning skills, okay? Right. Um, you know, spin selling, situation, problem, implication, need payoff. Yep. You know, you could be asking impact questions. You could be open-ended, closed-ended. Well, when do you use which? Well, that's not the point. The point is, if you're listening well and getting into a deep conversation that's meaningful, you will naturally ask the right questions. <laughs> Right. And, if I'm, and if I'm focusing on the other person and what I think their personality style is, 
that's going to add a dimension to understanding where they're coming from yep. and how I need to adjust myself accordingly. Well, you know, it's really interesting because, again, again, back in the good old days, when I started at Xerox in 1980, well, let's just say 1980, none of your business, yeah. um, it was actually 1984, and I went through the classic Xerox sales training, which, you know, at the time, and perhaps still is, I, I really haven't followed it all that closely, but perhaps still is, it was the vaunted program. It was the Xerox sales training program. I mean, you went yeah. through that. You were you were doing great stuff. I mean, in theory, right? That was, yeah. that was the idea. And you know, Xerox sales training was rooted in spin, as yeah. you say. You know, situation, problem, implication needs payoff. Yeah. And as I remember at the time, yes, we were focused on what is a situation question. You're saying it's which situation question to ask versus and perhaps um oh, and perfect. well yeah perfect. which which situation question to ask not just ask any situation question right in other words if i'm in a, with a green personality i'm going to ask situation questions around facts yeah you know how long have you been in your position yeah well what, how do you how does your revenues look the last three years how does it align with your operational costs? If I'm with a blue, it's like, you know, how long have you been with the company? Where did you come before that? What do you like about your position? Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, tell me about your family so it's more personalized. So your, your belief, your perspective on this whole thing is that questions and selling become much more effective when we have a much better understanding of who we're speaking to, which makes perfect sense. That's right. That's right. Because you got to realize that the orange and the blue personalities, which we're orange, are highly re relational. They love small talk. Mm -hmm. They, they want to talk about personal things where the golds and the greens, being left brain, are more task focused, more business focused. So they want to go right down to business. And they're going to respond to, to very analytical, uh, quantitative uh, exactly. questions yeah. where maybe, and you're right. When I think about, you know, when I go to buy something, even as a consumer, I, well, I, you know, I kind of go back and forth, you know, Stu, I guess, which brings me to my next question is, can, can you, can you be more than one color? Is there like a dominant color and a, and a, and a, and a, and a minority color? I mean, how yeah. does that work? The way it works is when you take the assessment, you get four scores. Your top score is your primary color. That's who you really are. Even if it's one point away, that's who you are. But let's say your second uh, color score is blue. You're, so you're orange-blue. Yeah, there's a lot of blue ways you look at things, especially if that score is one point away. You right. Them both. There are people that are tied in two colors, and they literally are both left brain and right brain. You know, they're punctual and they're tardy. And I, I would ask them, well, so which one are you? And they go, yes, both. Is so that true, though? I mean, you can, yeah. you can be punctual and tardy? Yeah, it depends on what for, what the priority is. Oh, that's interesting because, yeah. you know, I think of myself as, I mean, look, I pride myself on being very punctual. Okay. I, get, I get anxious yeah. if I'm... Even, you know, I, I remember someone saying, you know, being on, being on time means you're late. I, that's, a, that's a bit extreme even right. for me. Yeah. 
I, however, get really anxious if I find I'm running late. I mean, I get very anxious and oh, I don't like being late. I mean, it's funny. My, you know, when I travel, I've got to get to the airport two hours in advance. Even if it means I'm going to be sitting there, I cannot be, I cannot feel like I'm being rushed. I'm exactly the same way because we think, here's the way we think as oranges, we want to do the best possible for our clients. So if I'm speaking on Wednesday and flying out on Tuesday, I'm taking an early flight just in case that one's canceled, I could get the next flight. And I show up to the airport, I'm already in at the gate two hours before flight time. You and I are exactly alike. Yeah. All right. So there's a system that you've pioneered, that you've engineered very successfully. I've seen it. I can vouch for it. It's really cool. Okay. You say that you have four colors. Now, in, in our conversation, you've pretty much talked about you and I. Yeah. Uh, uh, just take my audience through the four colors and just a couple of seconds yep. on each, what the highlight or two of each color is. Okay. Let's start with the green, a left brain personality style. They're highly logical. They're analytical. Um, they could be skeptical, they're curious, and they're inquisitive. So they're the engineers, the IT people. Uh, they want to ask a lot of questions. They're slow in making decisions, and they got to have all the facts. The gold personality is, and they're not that decisive. Golds, also being left brain, are very into process planning. They're highly organized. They're very punctual. They believe in rules, regulations, and methodologies. And they will listen well. They'll balance the conversation. They like very professional presentations and PowerPoints, and they will make a decision, and they'll let you know when that decision comes. They like the pros and the cons. Mm -hmm. They're very objective, just like the greens. Where the orange is very subjective. They buy on intangibles. They look for immediate benefits. They're more risk takers. Mm -hmm. They're imaginative. They speculate. They say, how can I win out of this? Oranges are highly competitive and love to win. They do like to be the center of attention. So a good salesperson is going to make them the center of attention and they're yeah. impulsive buyers. Yeah. The blues yeah. also being right brain are highly relational. They're the most creative. They uh, are very empathetic. Family and friends is very important. They're slow in making decisions because they're not risk takers. They will only buy from you when they trust you. And yeah. they're very in tune to looking at body language and eye contact. So here's the, the other question I have. So how does somebody who's gone through your training, your, your, you know, your stuff as it were, yeah. I'm assuming you teach them how to quickly size up other people. Yes. Exactly. Because isn't that the whole point? You can't say to somebody, well, listen, before I sell to you, you got to take this, you know, this right. 10 question quiz. Right. So, so I, yeah. Talk about that process a little bit. Yeah. So uh, when I start talking with someone, I, right away, I want to find out if they're sociable or serious. Um, serious is more gold and green. Sociable mm -hmm. is orange, blue. Do they tend to ask questions? That would be green or blue. Or do they like to dominate and do the talking? Gold and orange. Mm -hmm. Are they fast paced mm -hmm. in, in their in their you know communication? That's gold and orange. That's mm -hmm. us. We're we're fast paced. Blues and greens are slow pace and they're uh, toned down a little. Um, mm -hmm. uh, blues and greens will observe and wait. They won't immediately respond. 
with golds and oranges respond right away. They don't have to think about things. They don't observe and wait. They order and act. So what you're saying is somebody who's been through your methodology and is, you know, I'm, I'm making the giant quote sign here, certified yep. as it were, you, 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 you are confident that they can within X amount of moments, minutes, hours, whatever it might be, probably not hours, yeah. be able to say, you know what, I know that I'm talking with a gold and I'm going to adjust my, my approach accordingly. Yeah. Exactly. How, how long does it take the average person to figure out this style, the color style of the person they're speaking with? Probably after about 10 minutes, you'll have a good, uh, you know, idea of who you're with. Yeah. So is there, is there any problem that could occur in that first 10 minutes? Um, the, you know, the problem is if, if you're not focused on them and focused on yourself, you might have a disconnect, right? You need right. to take into account who you're with, right? So if they're asking you a, a lot of analytical and detailed questions and you're just talking about the weekend and how your golf game was, you're not connecting. <laughs> right. So it really is the, the ultimate example of doing good discovery before you do your discovery. Yeah. In a way, right? I mean, you're, yeah. if I understand your approach, you're advocating discovery of the human being and making a color determination so you know how to do your discovery after that point. Exactly. Yeah, see, I think that's great. I mean, I, I, mean, I think this, this arms uh, salespeople. I think it arms everybody. Yeah. It's such a, a, a powerful way to make conversations and connections really count. Yeah. You know, when I think about DISC, when I think about Myers-Briggs, I mean, you know, as we said, that's a, that's a test you take about yourself. That doesn't give you any clue about how to connect with other people. I mean, it does, once right. you take the time to think about it, you've come up with a very simplistic, easy to digest, and, you know, as I've seen it with my own two eyes, pretty darn logical way, yeah. you know, for people to, 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 to have better conversations, more more powerful conversations. Exactly. So, so describe how you go about it, Stu. I mean, is, is this a, a, a one day training? Is it a one hour training? Is it a, here's a million dollars and I'll bestow your color designation on you. I know it's not a million dollars. I mean, you're worth a million, Stu. <laughs> uh, Tell me how it works. Okay. So depending on what my client needs, I could go anywhere from an hour and a half presentation to a full day. Okay. And the difference is what industry are they in? What specific exercises will I integrate into the day or the half a day to drive home the learning? Right. So they know how to use it. For instance, when you sat in on the seminar I gave in Dallas, it was for a real estate company. Right. So one of the exercises I love to do is I break them into the four teams by the color. And I'll say, when it comes to buying a house, what are the top seven most important things you consider when buying a house? Well, the answers are totally different for all four personalities. Right. Because right. the gold says it's location. And the orange says the same thing. So does the green and the blue. And I say, well, what do you mean by location? And the gold says, I, I need to be close to the office. I want to live in a prestigious neighborhood that's going to appreciate it. 
The blue says it's all about the neighborhood and safety. Right. Orange says it's about being around the action and the excitement, you know, and having, uh, you know, good shopping around. <laughs> you know, That's my wife. Yeah. That's my wife. <laughs> yeah, Karen would love that. <laughs> you know, and, and the green, the green is all about, you know, convenience to the office and to the library and, you know, whatever else, school systems, you know, education. Buzzwords for the green is the floor plan. You know, we bought our house from an electrical engineer. That's obviously green. Yeah. He had, he had the electric bills and the gas bills for the last 10 years to prove to us what wow. he was spending. Wow. <laughs> I couldn't even find a gas bill being an orange. Yeah, I was going to say, I just I just pay it electronically every month. I don't even think yeah. about it. I'm like, yeah, this looks about right to me. Okay, I can afford yeah. it this month. And off we go. So, yeah. Stu, is there any particular niche or market that you are really, 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 really hungry to, to be in, or, you know, can really anybody uh, be eligible to, to receive this message? Anybody. Yeah. Anybody. The, the, the markets that seem to resonate are the fi financial services industry, because you're usually dealing one-on-one -on -one or one-on-two with a couple. So that really resonates. Also in the real estate industry. Banking, yep. that works. And uh, recently, I've worked with a lot. Um, property management's a good one. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So, Stu, Mr. Color of Sales Experts. That's how I think of you, the color of sales. Uh, I do sales culture. You do the color of sales. Hey, yeah. maybe, we should, maybe we should do a workshop together. I think that would be a, a heavy-duty yeah. one-two punch. I'm ready. Yeah. We're going to do that. Me we too. All right. So tell the world how to find you. How to find me. Um, you can go to my website and you can find everything there, including the assessment. It's stuschlackman.com. I, I think you better, I think you better spell that one. S-T-U-S-C-H-L-A-C-K-M-A-N.com. And by the way, when you go there, you'll see uh, probably about 30 90 second videos that I do monthly. I got about 180 newsletters that I got there broken out by sales category. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, anything you really need, the assessment, um, you can buy my book there, which is for people you should know. I, I wrote a book on the whole, you know, theory of color. So um, it's, uh, yeah, everything's pretty much there on my website. So Stu. What's your phone number, man? If somebody's listening yeah. to this and they're like, I'm calling Stu Schlackman right now. Yeah. I'm hire him, as you should all do, everybody. And yeah. I'm going to talk to him and hire him to do a, a session for my sales team. What's your number? 214-435-9758. One more time. 214 435 nine seven five eight and for those of us or not excuse me i shouldn't say those of us but for those people not like us who actually have never talked on the phone before and only type text or communicate electronically what's your email email is stu stu at stu schlackman.com excellent 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 stu i gotta tell you uh, I have watched you do this. I know I've said this a couple of times. It's a joy to watch you. I've seen you connect with people. 
uh, people like this idea. And I got to tell you, when I first saw it, I really didn't know what a treat I was in for. And it is so freaking simple. Yeah, and it, it makes perfect sense. Yep. The color of sales. I just, I just love it. I love it, everybody. And I want you to take a look at Stu Schlackman's website. I want you to give him a, 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 a look, a listen, take the quiz. Hey, call him up. Talk yeah. to him about this. So everybody, that's it for today's Toddcast podcast. I'm your host, Todd Cohen, the author of Everyone's in Sales, keynote speaker as well. My passion is building a sales culture. Everyone's in sales. Every conversation's a selling moment, or as I like to say, sales culture is the new sales training. You can reach me at Todd, T-O-D-D Cohen, C-O-H-E-N.com, ToddCohen.com, and Todd at ToddCohen.com. Stu Schlackman, my awesome special guest today, my friend, my yeah. colleague, my comrade. I better not say that too loud, right? <laughs> my, uh, my friend and my colleague, yeah. uh, my fellow professional speaker, thank you. As always, it is a treat to have you anywhere near me where I can hear about all the great stuff you're doing. Thanks, my friend. Appreciate Everybody, this is, this is Todd Cohen wishing you happy days, happy sales. Everyone's in sales. Check out what color you are as a sales professional or as a human being because everyone's in sales. All right, everybody, take care. We'll see you soon. To hear more exciting Toddcasts or to book Todd live for your event, please visit toddcohen.com slash book dash Todd. That's toddcohen.com slash book dash Todd or call 866-515-9445.